Hey there, how are you? I hope you are doing fantastic. Today, we are going to be talking about what to do if you are constantly fighting with your boss. Ugh, that's a tough one, right? Stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in recruiting and HR, which is what I have my master's degree in, and my passion is really helping others, sharing knowledge, sharing information, and doing that so others can make positive changes in their lives. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, diving on in here. So no one, at least I don't think anyone likes to be in a constant battle with their boss. You know, I say that and then like, of course, there's going to be somebody, but generally speaking, we don't like to do it. And while arguing with your boss constantly (laughs) is not necessarily a good thing, I will say this, not all conflict is bad. Sometimes conflict can influence very real, very positive changes. It's like the world we're in right now, right? Okay, so a few things to ask yourself before I dive into the tips. And again, this is if you're constantly fighting with your manager. Number one, what are you fighting about? So getting to the core of what you're fighting about is really important. And I would encourage you to write this down. Sometimes you will find (laughs) maybe you're just fighting over like really petty shit that like doesn't matter. Sorry, not sorry. Number two, who is leading the direction? So if you find out you're fighting about a policy change that your boss announced and you figure out, okay, who's leading that? And you ask, okay, did my boss implement this on his own? Did his leadership tell him to implement this, right? So figuring out who's leading the direction or leading the change or leading the conflict could actually help resolve the conversation. Number three, how are you fighting and how are you disagreeing? Meaning, is this in person? Is this over the phone, email, text, video calls? How is this conflict uh, showing up? Number four, is there discussion or conversation, or like a healthy debate? Or is it like straight up just fighting? And number five, is the fighting more of an ongoing situation, or is it really specific to a particular issue, or topic, or situation? Once we've kind of done a little bit of self-assessment, as well as situation assessment, then we can dive into the tips. So getting into those, number one, we want to document the conversation, or the disagreement, or the fight. (laughs) And then also the outcome. So again, I don't ever tell people to document things to be malicious or spiteful. It's always truly a CYA situation. I want to make sure you are covering your ass CYA to possibly prevent someone coming at you in an untruthful manner, right? And number two, try and get to the core of the issue. So sometimes we are fighting or maybe if like fighting, you're like, I don't really, we're not really fighting, but okay, maybe let's call it tension or awkwardness or disagreement, some other easier and or better words, right? Because of something silly or something that's not even true. And you heard a thing and maybe it turned out not to be true. And so you kind of were like, well, what the fuck? And that influenced your behavior, which influenced your manager's behavior or vice versa, right? They heard a thing that wasn't true and that influenced their behavior towards you. And then it sort of started this 
back and forth or the tension or the awkwardness or whatever word you want to use, right? And it escalated from there. So trying to get to the core of what is truly the problem is really important. And this is something if you want to like figure out for your side, I would do your side first, right? It's like, okay, why do I feel this particular way about my manager? Okay, well, because he's an ass. Okay, well, why do I feel that way? Well, because he said this one thing. Okay, well, why did he say that one thing, right? And literally, why is how I get to the core of all of my own issues. <laughs> it's just like, okay, why do I feel this way? Oh, yeah, I feel this way because so-and-so said the thing or they did the thing that, that hurt my feelings. Okay, well, why did they do that? Oh, well, probably because they were raised that way. Doesn't make it better. Doesn't make it okay. It just helps you understand, right? As an example. And number three, evaluate whether or not this is the right boss for you. Okay, so if you evaluate and you're like, mm, this just isn't my leader. <laughs> oh, I laugh because it's like, this is not my fill in the blank, right? So if you have decided this is not my leader, like this leader is not for me, we are not gelling. We're not vibing. It's just not, it's not you, it's me, but it's you, right? <laughs> Two things. We can either leave the company and go get a different job and work for a new leader. Make sure that next leader is going to be the right fit for you. There is a podcast I did. If you go to episode 121, how to interview a potential employer for the right culture fit, released January 9th, 2020. If you are going to quit, go work for a different boss, make sure you listen to that episode before you do it, to get some helpful tips, questions you can ask to make sure it's going to be a good fit. The other option is if you are in an organization where there are several leaders of your leader, for example, maybe you are a project manager and there are three managers who lead project managers. If your boss really isn't a good fit, you can inquire, typically with HR, if there is an opportunity for you to move to work under a different project manager. Obviously, the projects you're working on, I don't want to say obviously, more than likely the projects you're working on are going to change, but that could be another option if you really want to stay within your organization. Number four, figure out if you need to bring in a third party to do a little bit of mediation. We don't even have to call it mediation because I feel like that might bring up some walls. <laughs> Even just a third party to help the conversation progress forward. This could be a jar. It could be another leader. It could be maybe an employee that you and the manager both know, but they're unbiased, right? Maybe it's a union rep. I know like that is a little bit of an escalation, but depending on your organization, um, that could be an option. So figuring out one, do you need to bring in a third party? And if the answer is yes, who would make the most sense? Number five, if you're fighting with your boss a lot, you have to be okay with having some uncomfortable conversations if you're going to fix it. So me personally, I would be uncomfortable with fighting with my boss. So having an uncomfortable conversation to make the uncomfortable fighting stop, I'm here for that, right? But it's probably going to be uncomfortable when you go to resolve it. So just know that and be good with that going into it. Number six, find practical resolutions for both of you. Life is about compromise. Okay, so there's some examples <laughs> where there's no compromise. So let me give you an example of that. Maybe your manager is harassing you in any type of way harassment occurs. Not acceptable, not okay, period, right? If you're constantly fighting with your manager about how to approach a project to get a particular outcome, that is the type of conversation where we're going to have to compromise. We're not compromising on things that are illegal or ethically wrong. We're compromising on work, right? Like how y'all are going to work 
together. So when I say find practical solutions for both of you, that is in a situation in which there is a solution to typically work or communication or something along those lines. We are not compromising with people who are harassing us. So I just, I want to be clear about that. Okay, number seven, be very self-aware. I cannot begin to explain how much self-awareness has helped me in my career. I am a person who knows how I work, how I work well, the types of processes uh, that I need to put in place in order for me to be successful in a particular role. Because I know how my brain works. I know I am most energetic in the morning, right when I get up, and then I'm like, go for like three or four hours. And then I don't get that back unless I've had like a lot of coffee, which I've had today. Right? So just knowing yourself and how you work for me has been amazingly helpful in my career. So being self-aware. And so when you're going into these conversations, you know, like, hey, this could help me. This is a process that could help me work better. I can communicate this way to my boss about this thing. and Maybe that's our solution, right? So just knowing yourself and how you work best, what motivates you, what pushes you forward, and then the flip side of all of those things, right? Like what demotivates you, what kind of shuts you down is going to help in resolving this conflict. Number eight, put your self and self-care first. If we are going through a hard, challenging time, it is very important we are prioritizing ourself and self-care. And I feel like self-care is something that is almost like been over trending. <laughs> One exercise I love to do either every year or after every contract I complete, I like to do a list. What fills my bucket and what empties my bucket? Check in with myself. Like, am I still doing the things that fill my bucket up? So for me, some things that just drain, drain my bucket is traffic, arguing with my family, traffic. Did I say that? Waiting in line for anything. So I make lists of what empties my bucket and then I make a list of what fills my bucket. I make sure that when I do stuff that empties my bucket, I balance it with stuff on this list. Number nine, apologize if and when it makes sense. If you did something wrong or you said something inappropriate or all the above... (laughs) Sometimes we need to set our ego aside and apologize. There's nothing wrong with that. Y'all, I am chatty, as you probably know if you've been here for a second. And let me tell you, your girl has had to apologize a time or 12. Doesn't. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with knowing I am not a perfect human, shocker to no one, and I'm constantly growing as a person. I am constantly learning and I'm constantly looking to do better. So there will be times in that growth process that I learn like, oh shit, like I really messed up. Time to apologize and just own it. Number 10, if you agree to make changes, make those changes. It's that easy. If you sit down and resolve an issue with your manager and the outcome is you're going to do A, B, and C, and they're going to do one, two, three, hold yourself accountable and them to making those changes. 
And number 11, once everything is resolved, once it's done, you've talked it out, you've made the changes. I always like to confirm if there's even just a little bit of tension between myself and a leader, like, hey, we good? Just want to make sure, like, we're good, right? It's just like an opportunity for that person to be like, yeah, but in your next update, could you do this, right? So it's an opportunity for both of you, like, yeah, I'm good, no changes needed, or yeah, I'm good. And oh, also, it would be helpful for me if you gave me this information. You've built on the things, you've resolved the thing, and you're good. Unless you decide I'm not playing in the sandbox with this jerk no more, I'm out. That's cool too. All right. I hope you found this podcast helpful, valuable. If you have a topic you want me to cover on the podcast, click the Google survey link below. You can enter your information there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be here, to show up, listen to the show, support it. I appreciate it so very much. You can find the show notes below or over at stephdennis13.com for more information. If you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. Uh, Resume services, coaching, all the good stuff is over there. You can support the show one of three ways. You can head over to the online store. Super fun uh, and funny in my opinion, but I made it. So it is what it is. <laughs> CareerTalkSwag.com or you can make a donation via PayPal or Anchor. If you are enjoying the show, finding value, if you think it's helpful, please take a moment, leave a rating and or review. It really does help. And I truly, I love reading the reviews. So thank you so much for everyone who has done that. Share with a friend. You know, all the things, one of the things. <laughs> you can find me over on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, StephDennis13, and Instagram over at Career Talk Podcast as well. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so awesome. I hope you have a wonderful beautiful rest of your day. <laughs>